0: listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to the top 500 greatest albums of all time.
1: This week it's Juvenile with 400
0: degrees you nearly said
1: 500 degrees
0: nearly said 500 degrees
1: <laughs> Four, 400 degrees by flyer?
0: the way I like cooking with lawyer.
1: apologies to any Northern Irish listeners and I think we have it, one or two I, so, would, I
0: would assume so uh, we've got 10,000 listeners a week uh, I would wow. guess some of them are from North, Northern Ireland
1: great country have you gigged in Northern Ireland? yes in Be- oh, you've done the Belfast Empire? Belfast Empire and a couple other gigs. I did for... Omar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to a boy for Omar recently.
0: It was a, it was an amazing gig, actually. It was a great laugh. Uh, but I had to get the six o'clock ferry in the morning. Were
1: you yeah. drinking at the time? <laughs>
0: yeah, and I was... Oh, yeah, but it you So I think I would slept for like two hours um, and then get the bus back. I'm doing a gig, actually, in a couple of weeks in Guernsey. Um... <laughs> And at first I was like, "Hey, I'm excited to go to Guernsey, and it's the four o'clock flight." Oh, no, in the afternoon. That's good. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I came at the but, the, but, the idea but, of the brutality. I mean, to get AM there, flight. you know, I'll get to go to the hotel, go to the gig. Next morning, the flight's at ten a.m. So I'm gonna see none none of Guernsey.
1: Uh, uh, I think there's out. so much to see as well. Apologies to any uh, Guernsivals out there who, gunsters. <laughs> Any of the gurneys. Any
0: gurney... Gunsters pasties. um, It's a tax haven, I think. Uh, oh, they'll
1: love you. Fucking Johnny Comey over here.
0: Yeah, I know. They're fucking gonna...
1: Red action, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna talk to these people about. It's all like fucking rich, like, tax escapees, I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: you should do a tour of there in Jersey and uh, Gibraltar. Yeah, okay.
0: And... I'll organise a tour of... Just Gibraltar for just your.
1: Educate these people.
0: Uh, I think they're educated. I think they know uh, <laughs> what they're doing. Not accidentally avoiding tax. Some people do. Uh yeah. No comment. Uh who are we listening to this week, brother?
1: This week on the P Cast. We are the podcast listening... about P <laughs> If you are a Patreon subscriber, you can access our piss. Ips. Uh, no, cannot, we don't, we don't
0: hey, this uh, this chat's got a little bit childish Or I guess you could call it
1: Juvenile Humour And that is the name of the artist It's Juvenile Humour with No, cannot, it's just Juvenile uh, Father of Lil Juvie And they are
0: Fan of Juventus Football Club
1: Yeah <laughs> And Juventud Guerrera, the Mexican wrestler <laughs> Uh <laughs> who was known as the juice so uh juvenile with his hit record at the time and i still believe to this day one of the best-selling records on cash money records uh liam disagrees but we'll get to that in the body of the app and his record 400 degrees yeah
0: pronounced four hundred our hundred degrees
1: uh, i yeah. was saying that because we've tried to film this intro twice but liam's internet keeps dropping cause he doesn't pay his bills and uh listen
0: all right my bills go via guernsey so i, <laughs> I don't know what's going
1: on <laughs> no wonder if your wi-fi is going to guernsey as well and I'm pinging back to yeah. uh <laughs> edinburgh <laughs> So um, uh, fun ep,
0: fun ep. Enjoyed um this a lot actually because you know, we've, um we're, we've focused on some genres of music previously, but as we've said, the the wells of hip hop have not been uh fully drank from yet on this podcast. So there's still lots to learn and lots to chat about. So uh yeah, it's a good episode. We chat given that there's stuff. been yeah,
1: given that there's been six episodes about the extended female blues universe mm-hmm. and. You know, some of them albums are great, but only two hip hop albums so far, and we're like 30 episodes in, it's just fucking bananas, man. So, yeah. Uh, um,
0: so, we go bananas on this here episode <laughs> of Enjoy an Album. You don't think that was good? A good little seg? <laughs> uh,
1: uh, when people say go bananas, it just reminds me of that Lemmy thing where he says, hang about Joe Bananas is he fucking goes bananas. Or well, maybe the hang about the frying pan is. Fucking goose bananas, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Cut that out, Eddie. Sorry, I should bring up Lemmy and stuff.
0: That's okay. Um, so, uh, thanks so much to um, Eddie Ting for um, his uh, editing. You may have noticed in the last few weeks, Eddie has sort of found his footing with a bit Listen, of editing flair, been yeah. uh, inserting some little musical jokes of his own, uh, which I've enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, enjoy it um, edit. Whoa. Um, so thank you to him and who knows maybe he'll um, maybe he'll feature uh, more and more Uh, if you like the episode uh, please tweet about it quote tweet the tweet that CMB puts out he's in charge of social media Mm -hmm. and say something like oh my god funniest episode ever
1: people do that people say cool stuff it's great
0: they do and it's really nice to, to see um, but also, we want we want more and more people to listen. You know, we're we are at ten thousand uh, new <laughs> listeners a week. I I think we can get to twenty thousand by the end of the year.
1: Why are you lying to these people?
0: Listen, <laughs> one enjoying album listener is worth one thousand. Insert podcast here, listener. What okay?
1: podcast you talking about? Many. Off menu.
0: All of them? Yeah. Okay, apart from ones that our friends do that we like. Yes. Alright. Watch
1: uh, watch a film.
0: Watch a, fil- a film. Enjoy a film. Yep. With uh, with the two boys with the same name. Yeah. That's good. Okay.
1: What other podcast do you like? What podcast do I like? Yeah, none of your communist nonsense. That's all I listen to. <laughs> red scare or whatever no i'm boys. scared that you're fucking red scared listen
0: i'm a chapo boy okay oh. chapo, trap house that's me
1: trapo uh, chap house
0: yeah trapo chapping on your front door to kick your butt for being such a dum-dum hmm. let's start the episode
1: Late? Right, no worries bro <clears throat> let's do it enjoy this week's episode of enjoy an novel
0: stone magazines introduction to juveniles 400 degrees from the moment juvenile asked that's you with the badass bends and punctuated the bar with a cocky dismissive huh raps axis tilted the new orleans rapper's third album reorientated hip-hop toward a new southern sound driven by producer Manny fresh's intergalactic beats Huh? and Back That Ass Up were earth-shaking singles, and Juvenile's young but old growl brought out the blues in Ghetto Children and Dickensian Horror in Gone Ride With Me. 400 Degrees added new sonic textures that pop music is still mining. You giggled a bit during my, uh... Huh? Huh?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's always doing that in that song. Yeah, you see a thing and he, every line he goes uh eh.
0: Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that. I'm sure. How would you
1: I wouldn't spell that sound HA the way he does. He says it cuz to me ha is would be ha. Well, let's be clear H-A. about what we're
0: talking about. So there's a song in this album called ha. Uh ha. And, ha. and uh at the end of every bar, yeah. He goes ha? Huh?
1: Eh. Huh? It's kind of like
0: so- um Stone Cold Steve Austin and what? what
1: yeah he ruined wrestling with that but with regards to this to me ha that's like uh the way niles crane would laugh it's one of Frasier's witticisms you know you go <laughs> ha and then they would do another bit
0: that's you calling the blues huh <laughs> that's you the baby's calling huh that's you with your <laughs> tar salad and scrambled eggs huh
1: <laughs> huh <laughs> i would love to hear uh, that's you
0: maris huh <laughs>
1: Cause to me, <laughs> nails would be juvenile, and then juveniles. Be... Yes, juveniles. We done this joke last week, actually. I <laughs> think you said that, no? True. I'm, I'm so glad we came back to it. Uh, it and then I mean, Asia would be low win
0: We're a concurrent, uh, you know, episodic podcast. We we, we bleed yeah. one into the other. If this is your first episode, poof! Good luck getting all the in jokes. Yeah when bloody Slimcock Bumblebee Balls turns up, you'll be like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Ha?" So
1: you're doing jokes, huh? Uh,
0: okay, so this is Juvenile. Um, did, uh, did you know... Had you heard of Juvenile?
1: I'll be honest with you. I consider myself pretty clue in on hip-hop. Mm. H- to an extent. Huh? Huh? Uh, we need to stop doing that. <laughs> and, huh? And... Uh, I'd never heard. I I knew Cash Money Records. Yep. I knew Lil Wayne. I maybe heard the term Manny Fresh, but no, I'd never heard of this guy really.
0: Manny Fresh is. Uh, I I get Manny Fresh delivered to my house. Uh, once a, as for dinners. So today my Manny Fresh is uh, a steak dinner.
1: Doesn't even make sense. Man. <laughs> If anything, Manny Fresh, if it was a subscription, it would be some kind of maniped thing for your wee toes. Get your manipeds done. And every week you get a new little set of toenail colours.
0: But did you know um, the big song um, by or back, back That Ass Up?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so because... I. I Saying this to you earlier, I think uh, when I read that, I thought it was going to be, Shake that ass for me. Come on, shake that ass for me. Come on. And then the other one about asses. What was that one?
0: Shake that ass, miss. Shake that ass, miss. That's Sean Paul. But there's another yeah. one. Shake that ass. Watch Back yourself. Shake that ass. Show, Show me what you're you working, working with.
1: with. Yeah. So there's a lot of ass shaking. I think, I mean, we didn't understand it, obviously, because it was in Spanish, but i think that um, reggaeton album we listened to. Da- probably, Daddy uh, Yankee. Daddy Yankee. Oh, he did have that, that song Fino. called El Shaco no. de
0: Arso, <laughs> which I think might have
1: been about this. Perhaps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Manny Fresh, that
1: was good, I thought was underdeveloped when,
0: when when i start next week's episode of a callback to it you'll laugh just like you did with niles crane this week
1: when we when you slip in an advert a first ever advert of the podcast for the <laughs> subscription service manny fresh <laughs> which is just hello fresh apparently yeah. uh doesn't have an interesting funny change to it like most jokes do and um yeah th- th- there's a lot yeah I th- so i thought it was that i would never heard this song before um,
0: I, I I think you know it's one of those where my memory is kind of playing tricks on me. So, uh, I I don't know if I'd heard it or if I'm confusing it with one of the many ass shaking hip hop records mm. of the late nineties to uh, to early noughties, of which, as we've already stated, there were a plenty. You could a few. you couldn't move for shaking asses in uh, the the hip hop community, quite frankly. Any community, really. Well, it, yeah.
1: You go to the indie folk community. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> when the tote bags come off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the purple socks are pulled up. Yes. And their masses are shaking. Uh so let's let's talk about juvenile. Um, no secret post this week.
1: Secret Posho, secret secret no? posho. Put a fast one.
0: Secretasho. No, no, no secret posha. Really? Um, absolutely not. He's uh juvenile's from the Magnolia Projects in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Just a, a, an incredibly um, poor housing project scheme um, uh, known as the Third Ward. Um,
1: gets brought up in this. Return to Nolia and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's
0: a song called Return to Nolia. And uh, the guys from Cash Money are also from there. Um, and I think it paints a picture of the area. So the guys, the Cash Money Records guys are called Birdman and Slim.
1: Birdman's like the main guy.
0: Yeah, so Birdman he had already, he, he by the age of 20, had already been to prison for selling heroin. Um, uh, and Slim's dad had been shot in an armed robbery in the bar mm-hmm. below where they lived. So this is the kind of area where they're, they're from. And actually, you can get a good um uh, good image of what the area is like if you watched a video to... Ha! Huh. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah. No, I heard about it, but I didn't watch it. Watch it it's out. incredible. What's it
0: like? It's incredible it's like a it's like an art house film that kind of it's just a load of um still shots of characters and and places around um the magnolia housing estates or projects uh, i love that song and I there's seen it a and a real range of people and ages and it is just like a, a window and and uh juvenile spoke about it and said that when they filmed that video they got all the drug dealers to, like clear out for the day so they could film it properly and um oh. there's just some of the uh some of the the shots they've got and, and really simple stuff like there's a there's a bit where like a boy's feeding his dog salami and there's these like old ladies going for like a sort of uh new orleans style like band day thing but like a lot of it is just like yeah i would i would definitely go check out the video to her uh her. i was reading
1: about uh the nolia magnolia project and uh, it was actually destroyed by the uh hurricane katrina Katrina. it doesn't exist anymore so it's kind of like when you hear like an old english folk song that's like have you been to the town down the road and then you know that town doesn't exist anymore and the only way you can understand that place is through the historical context of the songs
0: yeah are there many places in england that don't exist because of that
1: Maybe Ireland and well, if, you know, you're an English person. We had a thing in Scotland called the clearances, that the Highlands are still feeling the effects So yeah, just of massive, massive, di- massive
0: discount sales. Um. Shut
1: up. <laughs> uh, can I, no, can I make that
0: joke? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, you're allowed.
1: You're allowed, my wee friend. You're allowed. Um, if anybody comes after you, just say, "I'm Christopher's friend," and uh, it's okay. Um, yeah,
0: well, did you ever see the TV show Treme with uh, with John Goodman? Um, and...
1: That was the one that the guy who did The Wire did That's after right. The they Wire decided. that wasn't as good as The Wire, wasn't it? Well,
0: yeah, but it's different, you know. I mean, compared, saying it's not as good as The Wire, which is commonly referred to as the best TV show ever made, is like, it's a mm-hmm. high bar. Um, well, it's
1: like when people say this podcast isn't very good, then I'm like, Phew. so you think that we could completely dominate the open mic scene? In the central belt mm-hmm. one of the smallest countries in the world mm. and obviously this isn't as good as that you know because that was such a high bar our stand-up yeah yeah when we went to the fringe and we'd done a double handers yeah obviously this isn't as good as those shows you know
0: well i would say it's different we're appealing to a different thing yeah. you know right now we're talking now about music back then we were talking to 10 people in the upstairs <laughs> of a pub at two o'clock in the afternoon when we didn't want to be there I think actually, this that's the main thing. difference: is that we enjoy this and our shows together. We like viscerally hated. We like, yeah,
1: we like hanging out before it and after,
0: <laughs> just not during. No, they were rubbish. So, uh, Treme, uh, I I mean, I really enjoyed Treme, and I think I might rewatch it, because I haven't seen it really since it came out. Um, It's about sort of post-Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, and I think fans of this podcast would dig it, because it's so musically orientated as a series. There's not much on TV really like it, because there's so many long musical sequences of, like, big brass bands like going through the street and for Mardi Gras and stuff like that and also loads of footage from like jazz clubs and Elvis Costello is in an episode doing like a oh. a long musical sequence and um, yeah, it's really... New Orleans, I mean, I've got friends living in New Orleans who I've been wanting to visit for a couple of years but obviously we can't at the moment. Um, New Orleans? Yeah, North, New Orleans. They actually send, they send me um, a... Uh, it's it's one of Lauren's friends. And uh, his partner is like a, a designer. And oh. um, they sent me a fridge magnet of um, Louisiana hot sauce. Oh, hello. Which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. You ever been to New No. I want to go. I've been to Saint-Denis in the game Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Which is kind of there, in a way. Yeah. So... That's good, isn't it?
0: Uh, that's yeah, it's the same.
1: Uh, really easy to start fights with police because you try to uh, say hello to someone and you punch a horse, and then you have to hide in the docks for a while. I
0: think that's the same in in most places in America. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy to accidentally.
1: Punch horses. <laughs> so,
0: um, New Orleans. There's just a, there's a few places like around America that obviously have like they're just like they're just very musical places. So, like New Orleans is, is one of them. And whilst it's not necessarily most famous for its like hip hop, there is a uh, the type of hip hop that uh, from there called bounce. called bounce.
1: And that what a is a great name for a genre, though. Yeah, bounce. I've got
0: written down uh, just to be absolutely um. To be specific about what bounce is, here's a definition of it: um, defined by a steady tempo ranging from 95 to 105 BPM, heavy brass band beats, and Mardi Gras Indian chants and call and response routines. Um, so this is kind of like the latter stages of uh, the bounce movement in in New Orleans. This
1: is the breakthrough at the mainstream.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this. I mean, this is how Juvenile got started. Uh, you know, uh, years before this. Um, as a as a bounce musician around Nola, um, and kind of rose to prominence when he was like 15 doing uh, block parties, which sounds they sound great,
1: man. He was in the band Block Party.
0: No, 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 that's not right. Don't oh. don't tell lies on the podcast. <laughs> they were good.
1: Sure, he doesn't like chocolate. <laughs> I remember that, line <laughs> going out to thailand it some things will never be different doesn't like chocolate huh mm-hmm. going out to uh, thailand huh you don't like chocolate huh? <laughs> you think some things will never be different huh <laughs> i would love to see a mashup between uh, block party and uh, juvenile i think that'd be a really good uh...
0: Uh, so yeah, juvenile. Uh, he via his uh, bounce route um, joined Cash Money Records. And the Hot Boys, which I think is the funniest hip-hop group name that I've ever... What was the name of
1: the crew that uh, Side producer did after the Raskals the or something? What were they called?
0: I can't remember, but it makes me think of um, the-, the hot cops from Arrested Development. The
1: stripper cops. Oh, yeah, the sexy guys. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit sexually charged. Given they're so young as well, it's like, can you not call these boys hot, please? The
0: Hot Boys. <laughs> I mean, hey, they are hot. Let's list the hot boys' uh, names, and you may recognise one fella in particular. You've got BG, Juvenile, Turk, um, and
1: Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Already on the playlist, Lil Wayne.
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, There was another member, um, Birdman's nephew, Bulletproof, a.k.a. Lil Derek. But Lil Derek left the group shortly after recording their first album and was killed in 2002. What are you laughing at?
1: I'm not laughing at the fact he was killed like- I'll say that I'm laughing at the name Lil Derek
0: they're always Lil
1: not it's fine to be Lil not to be for some reason Lil Wayne's fine to me to but a, Lil Derek
0: not to do a Seinfeld routine about it but why are all the rappers Lil, yeah, Lil- you think you'd have a big guy Lil Wayne Lil-, Lil Derek Lil Bow Wow
1: Scottish Seinfeld what if Seinfeld was Scottish Lil Wayne all my Waynes are Lil <laughs> Where are all the medium-sized rappers? <laughs> yeah, good. good stuff. Is that good? Try, try that at Liam Whiffnail's uh, new material night, Sneak Peek. Yeah. On every Thursday at Monkey Barrel.
0: Uh, thanks for the plug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Just plugging your night, mate. Just plugging your night. Hot, shit, hot jokes like that.
0: Um, So the Hot Boys uh, released, so the thing with Cash Money Records I read is that basically um, there were, the the Hot Boys were were kind of part of Cash Money and a a few other, um, they had a few other acts at the time, but basically they would choose an act um, and they would all go in and work together on that act's album. So that's kind of what happened with juvenile and so that's why the Hot Boys uh, as a group are on loads of the tracks of 400 degrees um and, and, as well as a, uh, there's a few other sort of cameos as well
1: yeah i was reading an interview with him and it was like what about the process behind the album 400 degrees and he said i'd be a liar if i said there was a process the way cash money worked was everybody went to the studio every day like it was a job we just recorded and whoever album was next that's whose album the songs went on he just so happened to be the next up so there's Songs on this album could have went to Lil Wayne or you know, Lil Derek or something. Yeah. If he wasn't dead. So it's
0: it's almost um it's almost more collaborative effort to just call it like a juvenile. It's like album. Motown or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this really is like a cash money album, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, or or a hot boys album.
1: Um I mean Kinda removes the whole idea of to theory for this album you know because it's such a collaborative effort
0: well particularly when you've got uh manny fresh as well oh. who i mean yeah. is for me manny fresh is the star of this record
1: because the production is so lovely man the some of the beats the way the snare sounds on that salsa song mm. and it's really chunky crisp like Chunky Chips. I I, and, uh... I, I
0: really think, uh, you know, uh, above Juvenile's rapping, like it's the beats that make this album so interesting and the reason why people probably like played it on repeat because the, the rapping, now look, I've said before, I'm no hip hop hip hop expert, right? Mm. I've dipped my toe in, I'm not a complete novice, um, but a, as a rapper, I do, whilst I do like Juvenile's rapping style, I think it's really unique Especially on her, Um, Mm -hmm. I've never really heard anything like that before.
1: You were saying you felt as if he invented mumble rap. On that,
0: well, I I don't know about that, but that's you know it's maybe, but.
1: Well, mumble rap comes for trap and trap comes for New Orleans like 10 15 years after this isn't it so it makes sense that people would have been listening to that and going I love that mumble song we should probably Yeah well do that.
0: he has the, I mean he's basically you know there was at a the time there was east coast and west coast rap and then here comes southern rap and there's this guy with a real southern drawl like yeah, and instead yeah. of playing to what was popular at the time of the East Coast or West Coast, he's going, no, I'm unapologetic, unapologetically, unapologetically uh, a Southern guy, and this is how we talk, and that comes out, and so I think that's great as a rapper. Like you know, in terms of rhyme schemes, it's not mind blowing. You know what I mean? It's it's it's. You disagree? Yeah. Or you agree? No,
1: that, that yeah, that that's my issue with it is that the the actual. Content of the writing, nothing. I really love funny, uh, silly, quotable rap where like you're like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that or something. Mm. None of it's it's like really, it's good. It's very serviceable writing, but really, it's the way he performs it in the insane flow. I've I read this thing about. I know we're still on juvenile. We haven't got to the album yet, really. Although we kind of have, kind of floated in yeah. it. Um. I was reading this thing about this album and it said you may not be able to understand what was so interesting about it because of the rap that's came out since and bits of this have been popularised and made mainstream but what's interesting about it is if you listen to the last track which is a remix of Ha done by Jay-Z so Jay-Z does a verse on it and at the time in 1998 Jay-Z was like the king of New York rap on the east coast Like he was like the biggest star in hip hop and he features on this and he just cannot, he sounds so shite, because he doesn't know how to rap over a Manny Fresh beat, Mm. do you know what I mean, it's so, and then you listen to the way, Juvenile, and okay, uh, he's not very funny, or isn't saying anything mind-blowing, but you're like, what? But, he is acrobatically, virtuosically, all over the place like really matching the beat in terms of his performances like covers it whereas jay-z sounds like he's terrified or what manny fresh is del- dishing yeah out. it's
0: interesting because uh, that might be because i read uh an interview with manny fresh in which he said that often juvenile would just turn up and would just he would just rap and manny fresh would sometimes have to build the beat around the rap because wow. because a lot yeah. of it was you know, it wasn't it didn't fit down to eight bars or ten bars. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some of them go much longer and so he just built yeah. the beat around him. So then if you introduce that to someone um, who's used to, you know, uh building up raps in a more traditional style, I guess that's probably mm-hmm. um
1: freestyling over it existed beat. Yeah,
0: that's probably the um the, the the schism that you felt there.
1: Might be the most uh tote bag, toting silly comparison. But when you read the Bell Sebastian book, um <laughs> <laughs> when You're gonna bring start- up Bell
0: Sebastian, huh? We're talking about juvenile, huh? You're gonna talk <laughs> about an in indie park, tweet band huh? from
1: Glasgow, huh? <laughs> so you feel it's sinister, huh? Um <laughs> so when they were originally doing it, the people at the college who were recording it were like, so how you lay down a song as you do the drums first and then you play the guitar over it and then you sing over the top of that and it didn't sound kind of loose the way he wanted it to sound, Stuart Murdoch so he done it when he recorded the actual albums that came out what he done was he would sing with the guitar first and then they would put the drums behind that playing along with him so that the guitar was actually moving the song so it kind of reminds me of that the way uh, Manny Fresh's beats but- compare to Hova's
0: like I said earlier, this is an episodic uh podcast and the fact that you're pulling from stuff learnt from previous episodes, I think that's great.
1: Mate, I learned that before I even started this podcast, because I love Bell Sebastian. Um what the- However, go back and listen to the Bell Sebastian one if you wanna get a bit more detail.
0: I um I wanna read this thing about the possible Hot Boys reunion. Oh, Many setbacks have prevented the group from having an official reunion. In 2006, Turk was sentenced to 14 years in prison for second-degree attempted murder, slowing yeah. down plans for a reunion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think they would just get... Who's going to a fucking Hot Boys concert and be like, I don't care about Lil Wayne. I don't care about juvenile fuck 400 degrees. I want to see Turk. Well...
0: You say that, but the paragraph continues. Oh. Shortly before Turk's release from prison in 2012, BG was sentenced to 14 years oh. in prison for gun possession and witness tampering. These guys just can't stay out of trouble. You tell me 14 years for witness tampering? Which was the same as what uh, Turk had for yeah. for second degree attempts. It depends how you tampered with a witness. If you tampered with a witness by removing their head, then... You know.
1: That is tampering, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean juvenile's not had it easy either. His um his daughter, I don't know if you read this, um his daughter at the age of four was shot, um, as was the wife of his child, uh with Joy Delliston, by um Joy's other son, um who was seventeen at the time. He went home and he and he murdered both of them. Um I didn't know that. Well, that's really tragic so there's a lot I mean there's tragedy not just in where they came from and because of like the, the harsh conditions harsh conditions of the, the housing projects but just like so much prison and murder and, and which is which yeah, is yeah. probably why we're not more familiar with like uh, Juve. well Juvenal. he's been busy
1: with other things you yeah? know I, I read uh, I read an interview with him recently it doesn't sound like too tragic his life hasn't been totally destroyed by tragedy because what he did during lockdown was he started his own furniture business. Where he's doing a lot of wood crafting and um, yeah. putting together cupboards and stuff. Have you seen uh, the pieces? Uh, do you not like them?
0: There's some
1: Is this is this turning into enjoy some furniture? There's some <laughs> the new podcast. There's some
0: weird ass <laughs> lamps. Did you see the weird like uh, uh, submarine lamps and they're fucking You tell they're me very expensive.
1: You tell me... You go tell Juvenile his lives are shite when you sort out the lighting... (laughs) The lighting in your fucking office right now. You're in pitch darkness and you're slagging off... (laughs) You're slagging off Juvenile for having a silly lamp. Get a lamp and then come back to him.
0: I can't afford his lamps. They're like 12 grand, a lamp.
1: No wonder, man. People love him. People want to support him. And and then uh, I read an interview with with his son. Because Juvenile was doing an interview and went, listen, it's my wife's birthday, and it split and the you know the journalist was like oh, is there anybody else can speak to him like here's my son who's also a rapper brilliant young young juvie is his name i
0: put lauren on the phone sometimes when i'm doing interviews all right <laughs> like, listen i'm just kind of gregs so she'll answer your questions about the fringe
1: listen fringe pig wants to speak <laughs> Or um broadway <laughs> baby wants a word
0: yeah so his kid's name is young juvie is his rapping name
1: And they're doing a new, they're doing like a kind of, do you know how they had like the Muppets and then they had Muppet Babies, Mm. where it was like little baby versions of the Muppets. Um, They've kind of done that with the hot boys, I think, because uh, Young Juvie's in it. And then one of the other ones, I think Slim's son, maybe he's in it as well. Little Slim. Somebody's son's in it. Yeah.
0: Young Juvie isn't a good name because it means young twice.
1: Yeah, he's really young. That's gonna be sad when he's like forty. <laughs> he's a baby. His name's. <laughs> Why the oh all... yeah? It's weird, isn't it? It's such a kind of almost Japanese worship of youth and rap, where they're like, "Oh, my name's da Baby, Lil Wayne, Slim Kid, Young Jeezy." Some... It's like grow up. They, oh, there's some
0: big. I mean, there's the notorious, Big. He's big.
1: He's big. That's what yeah. Seinfeld
0: was saying earlier. Where's the mediums? Get out of here, Seinfeld.
1: I like it. Medium size. Can Seinfeld uh, be a, re-
0: uh, a a recurring character on the podcast?
1: Scottish Seinfeld can show up whenever he wants. <laughs> I don't know why he's Scottish. It he doesn't sound it. No, no, no.
0: Right. Should we get into uh, like uh, you know some some track analysis on 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 this album? First
1: of all, the cover. Oh yeah. Oh my god. What do you think about the cover? Amazing cuz uh this if you haven't seen the cover it is a kind of specific style of album covers
0: really influential to a lot of um like 14 year olds bedrooms for many years to come for the type yeah. of like like you know it, it it's there's a like a language to like late 90s, early 90s hip-hop art that when we speak about it, you might not recognise, but if you see this album cover, you're like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, loads and loads and loads and loads of records had this specific style. Sort of
0: huge, tacky word art um, over, like, blended pictures into each other of, like, you know, people either holding up jewellery or or women in... scantily clad women. Um, So this one is it's juvenile in, like, a Frankenstein-style pose. Um, and then another picture of himself staring down on that, um, whilst wearing like gold chain, um, some scantily clad women in a library. So yeah. the, the the album cover was designed by Pen and Pixel, who designed hundreds of rap covers during the late nineties. And I mean, really, it is like a, a an exact style. We'll tweet it out. We'll try we'll and tweet t- it out. We'll try and tweet it out. So uh, as soon as you see it, it reminds me of when I'd be like 14, 15 and I'd go to Camden Market. Um and you'd there's just like those those uh, stalls with like hundreds of posters, and there'd be so many like knockoff versions of this about every K-pop like, artist that was out, and all you know the friends that I had that were kind of into that they would have like you know those lighters with like weed on it or
1: yeah I remember I went to Blackpool with my granny and my granda and mm-hmm. my cousin Daniel and I went to this market. Lit and I got uh, a Tupac poster for my sister cuz she loved Tupac and it was like laminated for some reason i guess to give it some kind of value and i brought it back and she was laughing at me but she did uh, she did put it on a wall but she was kind of like that's what you got me
0: <laughs> we I, I had a friend um who i used to go and he he loved like he loved Tupac and he had like posters like this up and his room was also full of, like, um, when his when his mum and dad would go to Spain, they, mm-hmm. would, they would bring him back, like, little statues of Rastafarian men um, with Jamaican flags.
1: Talk, <laughs> talking on that, <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, my mum got me this
0: from Spain. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> my auntie had uh, swimwear that was uh, covered in hash leaves. Really? But she thought it was, like, palm trees. No. So she didn't know... <laughs> maybe she thought, maybe she was kidding uh, on. She yeah, she knew. Light.
0: She was honking okay, on that yeah. Bobo, bro. She
1: was honking on Bobo for sure. One of the most famous Pen & Pixel album covers is by a rapper called Big Bear. And Why the are they always big? Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well, well, bears are rappers. Um, Big Bear and his album's called Doing Things. But the, the, this graphic design team, people make fun of them for being shit, right? But the Photoshop work that they've done So they've got him in, like, a very luxurious orange suit with, like, a pink-purple... What's that called? A little kind of posh scarf? Cravat. A a cravat. But then flanked on either side, he's got actual bears uh, with, like, diamond rings, diamond-encrusted glasses, champagne, strawberries... When you say actual bears,
0: do you mean, like, overweight gay men?
1: No, I mean... Body positive game. No, I mean, uh, literal <laughs> Kodiak bears with like uh, sunglasses on, small right. joints and stuff. Very cool. Uh, I would check that out. So That's actually, be my playlist I, to pick this week. I want to yeah.
0: call back here. <laughs> Do you remember when I gave shit to Lady Gaga's trash album cover?
1: And I challenged you on that and I said, trash culture is actually a perfectly valid aesthetic.
0: Yeah, okay. I think uh, I want to I wanna revisit that briefly to say. When these guys do it, from the projects, cool as shit. When rich, liberal, white woman Lady Gaga does it, it's cultural
1: appropriation. She's not culturally... Right. Okay. I, 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 listen, I like a wee hot take. I like a wee hot take as much as the next guy. Everybody knows that about me. But, to me... They're going for a different thing, you know. Pen and pixels, it's own thing, and I think there's a knowingness to how silly these uh, album covers are. I don't think they're like this is fucking yeah, the yeah. Real. They're
0: very funny. they f- I mean, the bears, yeah. the bears, the bears, like... bears is funny. Um, yeah, no, great album covers. Uh, right, let's get into uh, I mean, uh, album overall. Like, what's your what's your vibe? Well,
1: that's the kill cool cover, but I mean, and this is an issue: is the the running time?
0: It's an hour and eighteen or something.
1: 72 minutes on apple music yeah and listen there's no point moaning about this right because the way running times are determined is it tends to be what is the format at the time this was a mix cd Hmm. that's how this was released it was on cds people were passing about cds was the late 90s so they are going to fill that especially i think in Nolan's bounce culture, you know, people want their fucking money's worth, so just stick on as much as you can, and pile everybody in a room at cash money, and we'll all record as much as we can, and you can do like four guests appearances on this if you're in the Hot Boys or whatever, do you know what I mean? So it's just a lot is on it, and it's good shit. Like the production's very consistent, and it's not a boring album. You know what I mean? Like there is a very diverse range of genres on display. You know, we get the Spanish cumbia style stuff with the salsa song, and but do we really need three separate versions of "Ha"?
0: Yeah, there's two remixes of that in the album. Sometimes you get an album, and at the end, there's like a, a couple guest remixes of like a uh-huh. key single. I thought
1: this was that, and then I looked up. No, it's just the way no, this no, album is. Just
0: way, the way the album is. Yeah, no, there is like again, th- there's there's a lot of filler, and if this was about half the time, and they just put the really shit hot songs or just mm-hmm. focused even more on the already shit hot songs i think yeah. we'd be talking about like an all-time great record here uh, yeah. where whereas there's there's some filler there's a lot of songs i really like and uh like you know manny fresh's beats keep the album interesting throughout you know it never yeah. really plateaus even though there is some filler mm-hmm. um i never really like zoned
1: out no, and I'll tell you what it is. It's very good music to have on in the background. Mm. I was kind of struggling to appreciate this, just like listening to it, cause you know I'm a, well, I'm a wee bit of a Noam Chomsky. You know, I'm a bit of a linguistics professor. You know, so I really like uh, words and like playing about with words and shit. But there's not really. It's, Lil Wayne shows up and says some funny stuff, but um. Yeah, there's not much, but see, just having on in the background, it's very, it's a very smooth record. I'll say that about it. Very smooth. It's not jarring. It's bouncy. It's exciting. It's loud, but it's not.
0: There's two jarring moments, and oh, they I are. Know I think I know what you're talking about. The actually. the two skits, oh. which honestly would knock a good half a star off a rating, if not a whole star. I
1: themselves. would say it would no. I, I, I honestly, I'm not doing no a star system. I hate that first skit, the Chinese one, where there's a Chinese accent. Yeah. And he's says a bunch of weird stuff about I'm not even gonna do an impression of it. Mm. But he's like
0: He's saying like, how many Yen it is to enter. How many
1: Yen and you know come in and all this stuff and it's like, come on, bro. I I was so excited to see the start of that skit. It's like uh it's like a parody of like uh Days of Our Lives, uh, soap opera stuff. It's like dude quite interestingly do 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 this week um you know whatever the soap opera is called but then it's just like uh, uh him pretending to be chinese saying you can't come in unless you pay and yeah and then you're not allowed then and they're like you know it's, it's it's it really ruined it for me <laughs> yeah
0: so i would you know listen
1: if i was I can't believe you're only going to take a half a star off for uh anti-chinese bigotry but go go uh, well it wasn't starting at five weird flex it wasn't okay. starting
0: at five Oh, okay. You know what I mean. I'm just adding. Yeah. I'm just taking away an extra half star for the yeah. You know, uh, and we don't do star ratings on this podcast anyway.
1: No, because it's for silly people. That's... We do. Did we like it or did we not like it? Absolutely. Which is so much more basic,
0: but better. Uh, but better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I agree, actually. Or, or you know, having it background music. That's good. I mean, we haven't had much hip hop on the list, really, to compare it to. Um, i hope we get more soon and i think we do i think we do you know the, the only really comparable album so far would be the far side which the far side has so much more of that sort of <sighs> lyrical humor yeah, and man. and even the skits on that are like a lot Dated, more yeah but less bad um i i would say the far side one was a lot more of a more entertaining album This I did. There is stuff on it that I do find interesting. Like his rapping style was really unique, and I found that really interesting. Um, He's
1: just so acrobatic. I think I've said acrobatic. Sorry. I feel like I've said acrobatic a a few times. Acrobats in your fucking studio. Yeah, I'm doing backflips off my (laughs) microphone.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's just, you know, like, I don't know, uh, you know, maybe this is like a basic hip hop observation because I don't know as much about it as other people. But um, in terms of like styles, especially in the mainstream, there doesn't seem to be a huge amount that kind of deviates from, you know, what is like, you know, successful and popular. Whereas this hearing this guy like and the way he, he his drool is, it's mm. like. Is, is something I hadn't really heard before you know, you have different voices obviously and, and, and different flows but it's just it was just really unique and I did enjoy listening to that
1: I think, you know, obviously Lil Wayne broke through the mainstream a wee bit, probably in America not really much in the UK but I think what did break through in terms of Southern Hip Hop in the UK was Outkast was huge when I was a wee guy man, you know so I feel like this is just a different strand maybe a wee bit more underground and less psychedelic than Outkast and a bit more for, uh, there for was parties.
0: something I liked about um, the album was the way that songs would bleed into each other. Like, they would have a hook from a song that would also be um, in other songs. Uh, yeah. Which kind of gave it and if that
1: happened in a classical piece of music you'd go oh wow they've brought that theme back
0: in a completely different song so there's that hook for a run for it a run for it run for a run which is just brought up in other songs like entirely um which adds a nice like dimension to the whole album um Mm. there is uh i want to talk about um back that ass up go for it um you know, it was the standout hit of the record. Um, it was more bounce-orientated before, uh, but Manny took out the bounce sort of vibe and said, we're going to put in strings because that will make wow. white people listen to it.
1: And it worked? Just look was, at his nose.
0: Ap- well, I mean, the most white <laughs> thing that could happen to this record happened to it, and that is uh, during the um, primaries for the last mm-hmm. uh, a- election... Um, billionaire businessman Tom Steyer was running to be the Democratic nominee. And uh, and Juvenile not only endorsed him, but joined him on stage, sang this song, mm-hmm. um, whilst Tom Steyer and his wife uh, danced along to it. And his daughter, by the way. And his daughter. Um, we've seen the clip. Do you want to talk us through the, the video?
1: So there's this guy on stage who looks like um, if Joe Biden was possessed... But just like he'd paid somebody to put fresh blood in his body, and he was just like jumping about. And He's like like that. Obviously, the guy's running. He's trying to get more minority voters to vote for him, and he's put on this uh, event where he's paid juvenile. And I hope he got paid a lot because you know it's not you know, a good luck
0: for juvie.
1: No, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, listen. If if he asked me to do an event with him, run through some of my greatest hits a billionaire businessman who wants to run yeah sure fucking nah show up and do I the wouldn't. breakfast cereal I'd jokes I'd be overdoing
0: you know I mean? the Bernie stand mate I see you on the Tom Steyer stand doing your fucking uh, Scottish independence routine like fucking <laughs> hell what a sellout hey Bernie you want me to do square sausage you ready Bernie's like
1: I'm talking to Run the Jewels shut up <laughs> um, sorry that's cruel of me to say that Bernie would want to talk to you I think you'd get on you'd talk about the Tribune magazine or whatever as you'd talk about all the time and um Gramsci and eh uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of tragic. Uh, the guy ended his p- presidential candidacy the next day. He gave up. He said, "I'm really sorry." He backed Assuming his ass up. Sang, He backed his ass right out the run. <laughs> and I think that's maybe what juvenile was saying. Back that ass for me. Come on, that's the first song.
0: Uh, interesting thing about this song, "Back That Ass Up," it coined the term um, "drop it like it's hot." Wow. Which obviously has went on to be, you know, drop uh, it like it's
1: hot, drop it like it's
0: hard. featured in many songs as like a as a, a sort of huge hook. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like, well, according to one thing I read, the sort of first um, first use of it in a hip hop song, which is pretty cool. Um, mm. th- that salsa song you like is called uh, Follow Me Now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Which is a good example of um, using sort of uh, New Orleans brass beats in a in a hip hop song. That Welcome to the Nolia song, I think yeah that's cool. That is like Manny at his finest in terms of just like cool shit happening on the production and loads of like interesting. uh, Mm. Yeah Yeah, man, the 808 machine is popping off.
1: It's very trap, proto trap. Uh, I would say
0: so. um, Yeah, a cool album. I'm really glad we listened to it, and uh, you know it's it's just a bit long.
1: It's a bit long, and not very funny, and I love. Funny stuff. That's I'm long. A funny guy.
0: You love long, funny stuff, and that's yes. You love going to those four-hour shows that Ken Dodd does. <laughs> He's great.
1: <laughs> I've got a question for you, Liam. Yep. Did you enjoy an album?
0: I'm. I'm going to say yes. um okay. Even though I think if I were to listen to it again, I would make a playlist and cut about half the songs out, and then and then I would really enjoy it.
1: For the exact same reason, I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah. <You know, laughs>
0: I didn't. And that's why we're two I, sides of the same coin, baby. Sure. I just And this thought, podcast is the little Latin writing around the side.
1: I think it's more like, for me, this is like a kind of footnote in the story of Lil Wayne, who I like a lot. Listen, he's one of the first artists I put in the playlist. Mm-hmm. Amelie, 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 Amelie. That song. The song about I mean, the French film Amelie. Amelie, yes. Um... <laughs> Lil Wayne and
0: Jan Tiernan.
1: <laughs> Jan Tiernan?
0: Is that not who did the uh, the soundtrack for Amelie? I don't know. Come on.
1: Um, Come so, on.
0: Well, you don't know who does the soundtrack for iconic I'm, cult French movies?
1: I haven't seen Amelie since I was a wee boy.
0: You are a wee boy.
1: Oh, yeah, it was last week. <laughs> so. You're yeah, little enough I mean, that you could be a rapper. Lil CMB Do you know Well remember there was the wee guy called Lil Chris oh. I think I've told this story before on the pod haven't I
0: Well yeah but I know the story It's a sad way to end what's been a fun episode
1: He killed himself Yeah I know Yeah but people in my school used to call me Lil Chris And they would make me do the thing where I shook my hair about
0: Yeah well that's why I said Lil CMB Which I think is oh. better Okay. Or Lil Boyd is good Because it's like little Boy Yeah boy. Sometimes
1: I try and fit like on my Whatsapp You've only got so many characters for your name, so my name comes up Christopher MacArthur, Boy. Yeah, can't fit the D in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never been a problem before. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like think I'm talking about me getting shagged. Out. Right, let's do. Um,
0: um, oh, you're gonna? Uh, are you gonna choose another little wine song for your playlist pick?
1: Well, do you know? I, a couple of weeks ago, I said I don't want to put another Rob Zombie song on, mm. and I'm trying to keep the playlist diverse. However, what I'm going to do is seeing as this album was very much the most successful uh cash money records album there's ever been and by the way
0: ever no there's no, not ever because in the last few years cash money signed like drake and Nicki minaj and people like that i think Nicki, I think Ma- I think this... Nicki minaj is still on cash money
1: Hmm. no i think uh i don't think she is i think lil wayne started his own record company and Right, okay. They're on that or some, because Birdman really fucked. Really, like, I don't know if it's to uh, talk about this record without talking about the fact that Birdman, who was running the Hot Boys, absolutely shanghaied everybody, man. I don't know if it's offensive to say that you're shanghaied people, but he absolutely screwed people over financially. No, we
0: should say like a, just say a UK city instead. He a- he, he absolutely
1: turbulent these boys, man. You know he. <laughs> <laughs> he Cardiffed them. He irvin the arseholes, man. He took them outside. It's To me. Yes. Uh, he really he really messed them up. So I think Lil Wayne started his own thing. But I'm going to put on uh, a recent thing. Because I think this, you know, to me, this album is kind of a footnote like, whoa, if you want to hear Lil Wayne when he was like 15, like starting out. Because he started when he was 12 on his Bounce songs, Lil Wayne. And then he really you know, was little. Yeah, he was teeny tiny. He was a Wayne. So I'm going to put on one of his recent appearances. He was on Drake's latest album. What's that called again? We a minute Drake. It was some stupid name. Drake. Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. It was called. <laughs>
0: Certified Lover Boy uh, in the Instagram DMs of underage women.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah he is a bit of a beast isn't he But this song's class That man. that meme of
0: Drake where he's doing that Like putting his hands <laughs> up That's what I do to Drake Juvenile putting hands up
1: mm. Drake and then he's got like four well, hands up He's got more hands A bit
0: too much juvenile for Drake actually
1: <sighs> Yeah big time That's actually really funny <laughs> you... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the kind of comedy I do People don't laugh People just comment That's really funny
1: yeah. If you come to one but, of my uh, live shows, you'll see. Lil Wayne features on a, one of the. It's uh, called "You Only Live Twice" by Drake on "Certified Lover Boy" featuring Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry. It's called "Certified Lover Boy" by Drake featuring Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. And Rick Ross is at this. Do you know that one where he's on Monster? Mm. No, not Monster. Uh, Rick Ross. I think he has on Monster, but he's not very good on it. He's great on the Kanye West song. Devil in a New Dress. Rick Ross absolutely goes off on that. And he has a great uh, line in this where he's just talking about fried rice by Plastic Fox. Beautiful. Then Drake does his verse and then Lil Wayne comes at the end and blows them both out the water with the most insane... It's like Fast Track, uh, fast track but it's not annoying the way Eminem raps really fast. And he's like... And you're like, shut up, man. You're like 50 and white. Lil Wayne... I've listened to a couple. He's had a career renaissance recently, man, Lil Wayne.
0: Well, I mean, mainly because of this podcast.
1: Mainly because of the boost that you get on Spotify when you get added to the playlist. Industry people notice this playlist, baby. So I'm going to stick on that Drake song. What's your playlist picks?
0: Um, I'm going to choose. Oh, wait. From the album. We didn't hear from your album.
1: I'm going to go for (sighs) Ha. Yeah, it's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to put on. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to put get get um I'm, uh, I, the, the Back That Ass Up on because I'm not like crazy about it as a song to be honest.
1: Why don't you do the Manolia song then?
0: Well, I think I will. Welcome to the Manolia. Yeah. Um, for that fresh, manny fresh beat.
1: Um, so I'm going to go for the first Ha, huh? the one that's the second track on the song. Not the remix with the Hot Boys and not the remix with Jay-Z because Jay-Z is Stinko McGinko on it. He stinks. (laughs) Uh,
0: My playlist pick is going to be a song from the HBO show Treme. Um, It is a good example of the basis of bounce music that was spoken about um, in terms of the big brass band beats and the call and response. Um, And check this for a name, man. The band is called Kermit Ruffins and the Barbecue Swingers. Okay. How fucking cool is that?
1: I just have a question. Go on. Are they, are these white people? No. Good. <laughs> Kermit
0: Ruffins and the Barbecue Swingers from yeah, New the Orleans. Only Kermit, the only Kermit
1: I've ever met is a frog. He's
0: green. <laughs> <laughs> They're not green people green. either. Um, yeah. and the song is called Skokian, and it's just like a big Mardi Gras brass band swinging fun hit. And...
1: That's, I respect that. I'm not going to go after you the way I sometimes do.
0: You can go after me all you like, but you won't catch me.
1: <laughs> catch me if you can. in Leo. Another beast. Uh, Just like Drake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> New feature to add to Secret Posh Show. Secret beast? Known beast. Known beast. <laughs> we've got these Posh people pretending not Posh, and we've got these beasts who everybody knows it and nobody cares.
0: Known beast. No, Known beast.
1: Uh, you can do the you can yeah, you can do I'll the work on the known beast. For,
0: uh, that needs work. That's a
1: known beast, known beast, don't come with me the least oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> who we listen to next week?
1: Next week it is the Spanish Revolutionary and I bet you're gonna be on your high horse about the politics on this record. Yes. It is Manu Cho. And do you know the name of the album? No Me neither Let's look it up This is
0: usually your bit
1: I know I'm sorry I had a I had a coffee today Instead of prepare um,
0: And the album is called And the album
1: is called Clandestino Oh Clandestine Porcho Maybe eh?
0: uh, So Thanks so much for listening We hope you have a great mm-hmm. week We hope you enjoyed the episode And We hope you enjoy Your life
1: Listen, we enjoyed a little trip to the Nolia and an album. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Enjoy an album. Thank you.